everyone, welcome to the Church Brand Guide podcast. This is Michael Prasad with uh, Church Brand Guide. I'm here to serve as your virtual communications director to help you become your church's brand expert. I believe that confusion is the enemy of your vision and I want you to get clear so you see more people showing up, more life change taking place, and more people contributing to the vision of the church with their resources. It's amazing when this happens. In this episode, I want to share with you a case study of Legacy Church. I worked with them uh, over the last uh, probably eight months or so. This is during the uh, the COVID pandemic and the shutdown and all that stuff. And we, we've just been working throughout that whole time period to create some new branding. Uh, Legacy actually changed the name of the church. There was a new pastor that came in, uh, took over from an, uh, a ministry that had been there for a very, very long time in Central California. And he had a new vision, a fresh vision to take the church forward. In fact, that was kind of why he was brought in, is to take the church into a, uh, the future with a fresh vision. So he reached out to me and we were able to unpack the vision, unpack the branding elements, the language, different things that we could use in our uh, marketing and in the experience that we provided uh, online and offline to help people in the community begin to see the need for this church in their life. And then we create the visual experience out of that. So a beautiful process. I want to share with you the process. This was actually done on a Facebook Live. Uh, we have a Facebook page at Church Brain Guide um, on Facebook. On there, I share a lot of examples. I, I like to give examples because I think it helps people begin to understand what it is that a church brand looks like. Um, so the, 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 exa the example I'm giving is uh, an actual Facebook Live where I walk you through the branding process specific to Legacy Church. Again, they're rebranding re for a fresh vision, changed their name, and uh, I think you'll learn a lot from this process just going through it. This was actually one of the, uh, the clients I worked with where I, I was able to fly out on location. So we rebranded, created a lot of things, but towards the end of the process, it was delayed because of the, the, the pandemic. But I went out there and was able to actually take photography video to, uh, and video and also see the facilities and do some uh, consulting while I was there on site uh, just to put some finishing touches on the brand itself. So a wonderful experience, and I'm going to share that with you in this episode of the Church Brand Guide podcast. So Legacy Church, again, is a great church that I'm going to t break down the process for uh, on how we created their new branding. They actually were Calvary Church and rebranded re into Legacy Church. So this is our process. Basically, we, we want to go from being confused to having a plan ultimately becoming our brand expert. That's kind of my goal for you. But to do that, you have to get clear about who you are and who you serve. And it starts with your audience. We're going, to, we're going to spend a little bit of time on that today. How do, you, how do you discover your audience and then design towards that audience? And that's what we're, we're going to break down with Legacy Church and how we came up with the final design based on the audience that we are serving. From there, we can create the right experience and begin to attract people with the right messaging, the right you know visuals that we put out there because we're clear, because we have a good experience. And then we also want to get buy-in. So our job's not done when people show up. We want to make sure that they um, build trust in the experience that they have with us so that they buy into who we are and they want to be a part of it. And it all starts with an audience. So once again, 
We're going to be talking about this big idea with uh, Legacy Church and how it helps shape the design of the brand. But it starts by looking at the people that you are serving. And the thing about an audience, a target audience, is that it doesn't have to be a demographic. So a demographic is something like an age, uh, a gender, you know, those type ethnicities, part of a demographic. But it doesn't have to be a demographic. It, it can be. But a lot of times in church world, um, I like to brand towards a mindset, a, a certain type of people that think a certain way, or even just a stage in life that they might be in. For Legacy Church, we, we lean into this idea of a, a church for multiple generations. So we wanted to reach people that were probably in their 30s or so. They've got older parents that they are around and they also have younger kids in their family. And we wanted for the whole family to feel like they're welcome to come to Legacy Church. Again, Legacy itself used to be uh, called Calvary Church. And so the rebrand happened to into Legacy Church to where we could really communicate this idea of a church for the whole family uh, to come to. Uh, the, the logo design that I'm showing on my screen right now is there's a circle, kind of an L in the middle, says Legacy Church. But I'm, I'm choosing these uh, design, design decisions based on the audience that we're trying to reach. So the audience isn't going to be a super trendy uh, audience. Again, they're going to be probably middle-aged person. If we had to choose one person to target, it'd probably, probably be the, uh, the, the, the parent that's roughly 32 years old, uh, that has some older parents in their life, in, in the community as well, and also some younger kids uh, living at home, so kids 18 and under. So the design itself is, is meant to be appealing to a wide range of people, so it's not too trendy, but it also speaks towards the idea of um, legacy and uh, three generations. So again, the church, the vision of the church, the vision of the pastor, is to lean into like a three-generation church. So you think about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So the, the L of the legacy, the, the mark itself, is designed to have three parts to it. So representing three generations coming together to form the legacy church. So that's the story of the mark. And I think, me personally, when I design, I like to design with a story in mind. Like what is the story that we are telling uh, as part of this design? So again, if you're on the call, I'd love to hear from you. What is the name of your church? Just go ahead and comment in there. What is the name of your church? Uh, I'd love to kind of get a few names popping up there so I can see some names. Um, and then I'll ask you a couple more questions here in just a minute. Um, so the, the design itself, again, the mark, there's a, this is a, called a combination mark where we have the words and a design happening all in the same thing. So the mark itself tells the story of three generations coming together to form Legacy Church. The font, we're choosing um, uh, a font that's very, um, it's, it's um, classic. I guess what I mean by that is it's not too trendy where it's going to go out of style. Uh, this is actually Acumen is the name of the font. And it's a, a font that's used, you can, you'll probably no, notice and recognize it if you ever used uh, Photoshop or uh, Adobe products. It's a great font for this brand uh, because it has a, a kind of a timelessness to it doesn't look too trendy or too outdated to where it doesn't have that appeal to a older generation and a younger generation. 
and then we're, we're giving them a, a couple different designs that they can use as part of their brand. So the mark can be used by itself on different things. And also I'm giving them a, what I call a badge. This is really meant for merchandise and we can place it on different things. So you can see how it plays out a little bit as you place it onto different products. This gives a flexibility to the brand, but it also keeps it very, very consistent. And then what we also want to do is design colors and fonts that go with the brand so that we can have a consistent experience over time. So we're defining colors and we're def defining uh, some fonts that we can consistently use. When we define fonts, we're not talking about the font that's actually the logo design, like in the logo. We're talking about the font that complements it. So the font that will be used on the brochure, the website, those type of things. We want to define that font so it's very consistent. The logo font, I would actually recommend not ever using that font on anything. Um, so you protect the, the integrity of the logo design. So there's no conflict with it. So you protect that font. It's a standalone font. Don't use it in your branding. Um, very, very rarely. I mean, I think there's a few circumstances where you probably can. But I would just recommend using a complementary font that works well. I like Proxima Nova. It's a good font. It's been used on a lot of different things. It's, a, it's a, one of those really well-designed font sets. And um, Montserrat is kind of a, a version of it, a Google font version of it. So you can find something that looks similar to it online. So again, we, we're designing towards our audience. All these design, design decisions that I'm talking about is designed to appeal to the audience that we, we are, are serving. All right, Chris, I'm going to come over to you. You said you're um, in Canada. That's great. Awesome. Great to connect with you from uh, South Florida down here. And the name of your church is Ruma, Ruma Free Church. All right, awesome. Hey, great. If you're, uh, again, if you're on the call, you're joining us uh, today, uh, I would love to know what you think about your church's logo. Like, do you like it? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's okay? Do you think it, it could be better? I don't know. Uh, just tell me what you think about your church's logo. Do you think it represents you well? Or is it time for a rebrand? Just, just your opinion. It doesn't have to be anything that's set in stone or concrete. Okay, so let, let's just talk about some of this stuff uh, as it pertains to the rest of the branding. So I'm going to show you a little bit more about the legacy uh, church branding. I have a page on my website, let me see if I can pull it up here, that has a case study of, of this uh, legacy church. And it just breaks it down, like what we did for them, why we did it, some of the design decisions. So in the chat, in the comments area, I'm gonna put a link to the case study for legacy church. I'm gonna type that in there right now and I'm going to paste that link. So if you're joining me on the Facebook Live, uh, take a look at that, that comment, and then you can jump in there and get a closer look. Again, on my screen, if you're joining me live, I'm going to see if I can pull that up. So now you can see it on my screen uh, if you're watching this on, on the Facebook Live. If you're listening to, the, to this on the podcast later on, uh, just jump onto the, the link uh, to the website, churchbrainguide.com. In there, uh, there's a post for Legacy Church, and then you can see what we're talking about here today. So Legacy Church, again, we're, we're designing, designing towards a target audience, and every great brand is designed towards a, an audience that we're trying to reach. So it's not about my preferences or your preferences. You've probably all been in the room where you're, you're uh, talking about a design preferences, and somebody likes red, and somebody else likes blue, and somebody else likes green. 
And you're trying to kind of arm wrestle towards like, hey, well, who should win? Well, in design world, that's not what matters. It doesn't matter about our opinions. What matters is really, what does our audience like? Like, what are they going to respond to? So Legacy Church, we actually went through a couple different iterations of the brand. And I actually wanted to show you that. The latest version of the brand colors um, are on, on the right side of my screen right now. So initially, we chose some somewhat bright colors. Um, and uh, the, uh, the, the colors kind of on top there in the upper right. And they were a little bit brighter. They're they in the right ballpark. But we felt that even uh, later on in the branding process, that we needed to mute the colors down more, like to be a little bit more muted uh, because Legacy Church is located in Central California. We're on the, uh, the east side. There's a range of mountains, the, uh, the, the, the Sequoia National Forest and the mountains are on the right hand side. And on the left, there's the Sierra Nevada mountains that run along the, the west side. So they're in a valley and nature is all around them. So we wanted to represent nature. It's a big part of the life down in that area. So we actually reworked some of the colorings to, to make sure that we appeal to that, that, um, that area. So again, just, just letting you in on the thought process so that you can understand where we made the, how we made the design, design decisions that we made so that we're able to appeal uh, to the, the audience. It's not about my preferences, my favorite color. It's more about what's going to work to reach people. So in, uh, on this, uh, this page here, I'm going to show you just a few different looks. We created a lobby design that puts our values on display. So a good brand is able to put the, the values on display. So you don't have to like talk to somebody before you encounter the essence of what the church is. You can actually figure out what the church is all about well before you talk to the pastor or talk to anybody uh, even on the property. So one of the other things that we wanted to do was create a virtual tour uh, of the church. So I'm gonna play this video in the background here. And uh, this is a virtual tour. Uh, basically, I went on location, shot some video of uh, Legacy Church. And then from that, we created a virtual tour that lets people visit and kind of see the experience before they come. And this is gonna live on the website on a page specifically designed for first-time guests. Hey, I'm Alina. I serve on the team here at Legacy Church, and we know going to church for the first time can be tough. So we've planned a VIP experience just for you. Look for our blue flags as you pull up to the property. If you have kids, we'll be ready to check them in to our safe and secure kids ministry at the kids check-in located in the lobby. Come to our welcome center so we can show you around and introduce you to some of our key leaders. You'll even receive a free gift just for being with us. Plan to visit soon and we'll get you all set up for an experience that could change the rest of your life. All right, so hopefully that helps you out. Let me let me actually ask you right now if you're joining me on the call, uh, any questions you might have? Like, what what is it? What is the the number one thing that you're struggling right now as you try to create a brand for your church? Like, what is that? What is that one thing you just can't figure out? Also, tell me, is there anything that I've talked about so far that's helpful? That's been like an aha moment. Uh, I'd love to kind of learn a little bit more about what you're going through and what you're dealing with, so I can uh, hopefully help you a little bit more. 
So I'm going to start to wrap things up here in the next five minutes. If you do have any questions, I, I can hang out a little bit more afterwards and uh, we can we can just chat for a little bit. But uh, I do want to start to land the plane a little bit. Uh, so again, we're talking about creating a brand that's based on an audience that we've decided that we wanted to reach. And by the way, the the audience we talked about earlier on is it's a, it's more of a mindset. So for Legacy Church, the audience we're trying to reach are people that are wanting a church where their whole family, all three generations could come and be welcomed and, and feel like they belong at the church. Some churches I work with, they, they might lean a little bit more younger, trendier. And then some churches I work with actually a little bit older and more mature. But Legacy wanted to be right in the middle. So this is a diagram of our marketing strategy. And we just want to make sure that we understand what our strategy is so that we can design a brand that's going to lean into that. Like as we decide how, how are we going to reach strangers, like people that don't know anything about our church, and then how are we going to make them first-time guests? And, and then by, by having a clear playbook of what we're trying to do with our marketing, we're going to be able to create the right experience for the audience that we're trying to reach. So for example, our, uh, our guests, to get them to come back for their second visit, uh, we, we've said with Legacy Church that the lobby experience is critical to that. Like we just want them to have a great lobby experience. So with that in mind, we created some signage on in their lobby. We just made sure the signs are great in their lobby. We even put some flags outside uh, by the entrance of the church so that on the main street that goes right by the church, people understand like, hey, this is it. This is the church and we want you to come in. So lots of signage on the outside. And then also as you come into the lobby, lots of signage just unpacking the value of the church as you come to the inside. So Legacy, we, we, um, we created a brand around this idea of um, encounter God, live for more. Like that's, that's the heartbeat of the church. And for, for us, this became the tagline of the church. Like this is a place where you encounter God and the result of that is you live for more. So we have a simple tagline, encounter God, live for more. So when you come into the lobby, you see that very, very large in the lobby area where you'll, you'll get the messaging of encounter God, live for more. In fact, if I were to click through the slide deck here, you'll, you'll see the lobby where we have some value banners that we've put up. And right there in the very uh, center as you come in is a large banner that says encounter God, live for more. We just want to set the tone for your experience right from the get-go. Again, before you talk to anybody, like you're getting the messaging. On the right-hand side, there's a welcome desk. So that's something that we created a very large, it's a four foot by eight foot sign that sits behind the welcome desk on the wall. And it just lets people know like you are welcome here. Like we want new people to come and we wanna create a welcoming experience. Uh, you might also notice in the, in the very back of the lobby, there's a large sign, again, four foot by eight foot, very large sign that says kids check in. So we wanna again, welcome families that have young kids so we're, we're creating the, the experience that allows them to very quickly decide that, oh, or not decide, but very quickly know where to take their kids uh, without having to ask any questions. Like it's very obvious. We're making it very, very easy. One of my, uh, I guess you can say one of my pet peeves is that uh, church signage is usually very small. Like it's underwhelming. So I, whenever I create signage for a property, I like to go big. 
Um, four foot by eight foot is the size of a, a sheet of plywood. So just to kind of get that in your mind. So I created a couple different signs that are four foot by eight foot, very large, but they make a statement. They look really nice. And because they're designed well, they, they have a really nice look and feel to them. And again, the, the church branding, we just want to make sure that it's appealing to people that are in the area, that are outdoorsy people, that are, uh, they're going to go on a hike, they're going to go into the Sierra Nevada mountains, or they're going to go into the Sequoia National Park, and we want our brand to reflect that. So we're creating a simple mark, something that looks maybe like the North Face uh, or other outdoor brands that you might see some of their branding on some clothing apparel. Like this is kind of in line with that. So we want people to feel like we relate to them. We have a, a logo designed. It doesn't have any a cross in it. It doesn't have anything that's religious because we're really speaking first towards the, uh, the felt need of people and their identity, what they identify with before we're actually talking about the gospel message that, that we have for them. Uh, so again, that might be a little bit different from how you think about uh, marketing, but I think the most effective brands in, in church world are going to be the ones that reach the audience first. It doesn't mean that you can't use a cross. I've done a lot of different designs with a cross or a Bible or different things along those lines, but it has to be in line with the audience that you're trying to reach. This is an example of uh, just a brand guide document that uh, we've put together just to say, here's our playbook. Like this is the journey that we have uh, in mind for people to take. This is our marketing uh, uh, strategy that we're going to lay out for our marketing. And also the, these are our special events or what I call on ramps, times of the year where we're going to invite people intentionally to be part of our church. So we're just documenting a lot of these things in our branding guide. And a branding guide is going to be a critical tool that you can use to stay consistent over a long period of time. And the, the thing about that is it builds trust. And that's what good brands do. It builds trust. What you say is what people can believe because the experience has built trust over time. So the colors, the fonts, everything being used consistently helps to build trust over time. And this brand guide documents exactly which fonts we use we are just sure that we're using those fonts over and over again. We're um, in the brand guide. I've got fonts that are like designer fonts, like Proxima Nova. Like you're probably going to pay like $600 for Proxima Nova if you were to buy the font set. Like it's, it's pretty expensive. It is worth it, um, but it's, it's expensive. So a lot of churches, you may not have the budget to, to, to buy a font like that. Um, so I also provided a, uh, a Google font that you could just get, um, Montserrat, which is a different version uh, of that same type of a look. We're also defining the the look and feel of the graphics, and we're also defining the photography. Like, what does it look like to uh, take photos in line with the branding? So again, this is this is maybe an introduction to you of what a brand guide is, and I just want to make sure that you understand um, the importance of a brand guide so that you you're sure to get one in place for your church. So let me ask you there. I just pause. Do you have a brand guide? Let me uh, let me just check in with our comments here real quick before we start to wrap things up. Uh, so Christopher, one of the looks like one of the struggles uh, that you said is convincing people of the need for a new brand is the main challenge. Okay, awesome. So you're trying to an internal struggle, trying to convince people that there's, there's a need for a new brand. Okay. Some feel it's needed. Uh, 
you go on to say some feel that it's needed, some are worried of losing the old and trusted, uh, but it's not attracting people effectively anymore, uh, sadly. Okay, so that, that's a great, great, great um, insights. So the brand is 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 uh, been around for a long time. It's it's did, but it might be outdated. So that's great. I have a branding process that I take uh, churches through, and in that process, we basically we we honor the past, and we look towards the future. And in that process, we we kind of take whatever we can from the past, and um, apply it towards the future. What do we need to be doing towards the future? And even when I introduce new branding, like Legacy Church is a really good example. It used to be Calvary Church, like a completely different name. Now it's Legacy Church. So there's a process that I uh, introduced to, to Pastor John, and he was able to go through it with his, uh, his team and also his congregation to help them make that transition. And the basic idea is that we honor the past and uh, we recognize there's a need for a change but then we, we also look forward towards the future, like what do we need to do now so that we can reach people today? So that's the process, and uh, we, I, I kind of guide people through that in, in my branding process. So um, if, if branding is something that you're looking for, I'd love to have a conversation. Uh, go to churchbrandguide.com, submit a, uh, a request on my, my branding. Uh, there's, a, there's a form on there on the website, and let's hook up. Let's get on a phone call. And I'd love to connect with you and just have a conversation. There might be something I can do to help you. Or even um, if you need access to um, have an academy, a branding academy to kind of walk you through the process of how to brand. So anyway, let's have a conversation, see if there's something I can do to help you out in the process. So even, uh, Chris, if you're on the call, you want to reach out to me through that contact form. Uh, or even just let me know uh, in, in the comments area if you want to reach out. Let me know. Let's have a conversation. Maybe I can help you out in some way. But hey, guys, thanks for joining me. I'm going to start to wrap it up. I've been going on for a little while now, so I don't want to take too much of your time. Thanks for joining me uh, on the call today. Again, there is a link in the comments area that'll take you to this page on, on my website, churchbrainguide.com, that breaks down the, uh, the branding elements that we were able to put into place for Legacy Church. Uh, Photography is a big part of that. I didn't get to that today, but... Um, actually went on location to Legacy Church and was able to hang out with them, take photography, shoot some video, and uh, also take a look at the lobby experience and the church experience and design a few things for them um, based on my visit. So that's something that I do for churches to help to help you just get it all right. You know, it's one of those things where you could try to piece it together or if you want me to just come in and, and do it, um, I can guide your team through it. And that's what Legacy did. And I had a great time working with them. Also, I have a checklist. If you're in the branding process, you're thinking about it. There is a download that I have on my website for the church branding checklist. So um, that same link that I put in the comments area, the very bottom of that page, there's a church branding checklist. And in there, it'll just walk you through the branding process. So if you're trying to convince your team at the church that it might be time for a rebrand, this checklist is gonna be helpful. It's gonna help you understand uh, the process and uh, maybe unpack to your team what what what's needed, why your why a new brand might be needed, just based on what what a brand is. So a lot of times, don't understand people don't understand like all that a brand covers. So I'll provide the checklist. It talks about the audience. It talks about a strategy. It talks about your logo, website, signs, and just being authentic. 
And so again, uh, get that checklist. I think it'll help you out if you don't have it already. So guys, thanks for joining me. Hopefully this helped you out. Hopefully um, the, the resources uh, help you take this conversation further. And if you want to reach out, feel free to do that at churchbrandguide.com. I'd love to connect with you on a phone call. So that is the story behind the Legacy Church branding. My hope is that this will show you a process that maybe you can go through. If you're thinking about rebranding your church, uh, I want to help you go through the process of what does that look like so you know ahead of time and can get the right people in place to help you go through the process. If you like this podcast, if it's helpful to you, I want to encourage you to just subscribe to it. I, it, it would mean a lot if I just saw my subscribers grow. So thank you so much for in advance for sub- subscribing. Uh, it, it just encourages me to keep going. Also leave a review. I'd love to hear uh, how this has helped you. So leave a review that helps the podcast itself to be ranked higher. So I'd really appreciate you doing that as well. Also check out our Facebook page. Like I said, this was actually one of the Facebook live uh, broadcasts that we did. I, I do that on a regular basis. And my goal on my Facebook page, also on Instagram, is to show examples of church brands. And uh, especially on Facebook, I like to unpack the process. So I think process is very important so that if you're looking to rebrand as a church, you can see what you're in for and get the right people in place to help you do it well. Uh, It's important. I think it's, for me personally, it's, it's important that more and more churches get this right so we can reach more people with the gospel. Uh, I feel like I've, I I helped advance the kingdom through my work in in helping churches to brand well. So hopefully that, again, this is helpful for you. you. Uh, I'd love your encouragement with a uh, a comment. Thanks for joining me. And uh, thanks for checking out churchbrandguide.com as well for the resources on there. I'll see you guys next time.